welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna show. I'm Dr. Deanna Osborne, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to uh, uh, bring you some more information about intermittent fasting today. Hopefully, you got to check out uh, the last uh, few weeks of uh, podcast recordings that we've done. Uh, great information there, just how to stay healthy, how to manage weight all through the holidays. And here we are. It is December, and uh, we are all looking at you know weight loss and, and basically weight management and what do we do come January, right? right? Because that's the big push that people go for. So what I thought I would do today, actually this week and next week will be a part one and part two on intermittent fasting. And I want to start off, um, I've covered this topic uh, numerous times before, but it's just such a hot topic and one that certainly people can use. Um, I have had such great results in my practice uh, with people employing intermittent fasting and using it as a very, very powerful tool for weight management. And so I want to start off just by explaining kind of what is happening, what is it, first of all, what's happening when you're doing the fasting and uh, how you can use this as a powerful tool, uh, even starting today. You don't have to wait till January 1st, okay? You can jump on this bandwagon right away. Okay, so what is it? Well, first of all, um, when you look at fasting, you know, they, they call breakfast breakfast because you are literally breaking your fast. So we're all supposed to be fasting during the night while we're sleeping, while our bodies are restoring uh, and healing and just doing all kinds of things during sleep. Uh, it's a time of restoration. And then when you awaken in the morning, at some point you break your fast, okay? So the, the, the basic um, concept there for that uh, overnight fast is that we really should be fasting for at least 12 hours every night. So let's say that you have dinner at 7 p.m. Uh, at night, then basically for a, a, a very basic fast, intermittent fasting, you would fast until 7 a.m. the next day. And what that means is that there are no calories in. You can, of course, drink water. Um, you could have, you know, uh, if you had a decaf tea or something like that that you wanted to drink during the night with no sweetener in it, that would certainly be fine too. But basically, um, you would fast for 12 hours. And the key to that is that it takes about 12 hours to burn through uh, any glucose that's in your system. So the, the, the benefit of that is that your cells uh, actually become more responsive to the insulin that your body's making when you do eat uh, carbohydrates. Uh, your cells become more responsive and, and are basically detoxing and cleansing themselves as well. So it's a great idea. And I have I learned a long, long time ago uh, that it was really important for, for people, one of the best things they could do from an anti-aging standpoint internally as well as externally would be to adopt or incorporate uh, a 12-hour fast every single night uh, into their, their uh, regimen. So that's the first part of it, okay? Well, intermittent fasting takes it a step further. So what I'm saying is that's just basic fasting that we should all be doing. If you are not doing that currently, I strongly encourage you to, to start, okay? That's going to make a huge difference for you. 
uh, in terms of how you feel, in terms of weight management, energy levels, etc. So then we take it a step further, and intermittent fasting is where we extend that window, that fasting window. And for some people, they might extend it to 14 hours. Uh, For some people, they'll extend it to 16. Some will go on to 18, and and some even longer. Uh, But for the most part, most people will kind of find a sweet spot that works for their metabolism. Everybody's different. Um, There's a great uh, resource out there, uh, a book called called Fast Like a Girl uh, that is by uh, Mindy Pelty. And that would be a great resource, uh, you know, to to basically look through because there are, as women, there are certain times of the month that are good to fast. Uh, and then sometimes in the month that are just not the best times to, to be fasting. So uh, when we look at extending, you know, I typically will, will tell people to start with the 12. And once you have that down, try doing a 14. And I know for me personally, one of the things I realized in my medical practice was that um, oftentimes I would get up in the morning and I would kind of force myself to drink a protein shake at, say, 7.30 in the morning on my way to work. And what I realized was that I wasn't hungry, but I felt like I needed to drink that so that I had something on board, uh, you know, to make it through my day, so to speak. What I realized was that on the weekends, I typically would get up, I would exercise, I would kind of have some coffee, take my time, and I would eventually eat with a protein shake at around 1130. So what I recognized was that my my body's natural desire was actually to fast about 16 hours. You might be like that too, okay? So maybe that's your natural thing, but you've kind of bought into this um, mindset that you got to have breakfast early in the morning. And, you know, for children, yes, but for full-grown adults, maybe not so much. And so basically extending that fast really helps to uh, continue uh, to burn calories. So after 12 hours, my body has burnt through uh, any sugar that's in my system. So after that, that means that your body has to do something called gluconeogenesis. It's basically breaking down fat uh, in the body. And for me, I, d- I always think, gosh, if I can burn fat for two hours or four more hours and not be in the gym, that is a definite win. That's very, very exciting to me. So so that's kind of what I've incorporated is just being able to, you know, extend that fast. Uh, and then I typically tell people to break their fast with a healthy protein. Uh, I love plant-based protein. I do a plant-based protein powder pretty much every morning. Uh, and then uh, also add in some good healthy fats and just try to keep things very, very low carb uh, so that I can continue burning fat uh, throughout my day. So what we're doing is we're trying to convert from being a sugar burner to a fat burner. So most people in the US, if you're eating the standard American diet, a lot of of carbohydrates, a lot of sugar, you're actually burning sugar as a fuel source rather than fat. And we really want to convert and and move more toward fat, uh, fat burning. So so that's kind of the basic concept. Now, why why do we want to do this? Well, one, because it helps manage weight tremendously. Um, two, it helps with mental clarity because when you are burning fat rather than sugar, 
Um, you have higher energy levels, uh, better thought processes, the mind works better and so forth. Uh, when we are burning sugar, we are on sort of a yo-yo uh, kind of plan, just a roller coaster of ups and downs and of swings, which just wreaks havoc on the metabolic system. Specifically, when we are using a lot of sugar in the diet, a lot of carbs, uh, basically what happens is I eat carbohydrates, high carbohydrate meal, for example, and then my blood sugar is going to go high. Well, I'm not diabetic, so my body is going to produce, my, my pancreas is going to produce a bunch of insulin to basically bring that blood sugar down so that the blood sugar in my bloodstream is at a normal range. The problem with this is that as you're eating really, really high carbohydrates, you basically end up with this super um, high insulin levels that are, you know, constantly pumping out insulin, pumping out insulin, pumping out insulin, and our cells become resistant to the insulin. Okay, they're just not as sensitive. We call that insulin resistance, or what eventually becomes insulin resistance type 2 diabetes. So in type 1 diabetes, the person's pancreas is not working to make insulin. That's oftentimes autoimmune, viral related, etc. In type 2 diabetes, your pancreas is making plenty of insulin. It's making too much insulin, in fact. And that is the reason that type 2 diabetics typically will weigh more. They're going to be heavier, and the reason is that that insulin is a signaling hormone that is going to send the message, hey, we don't need all this sugar in the bloodstream. Store it as fat. Store it as fat. Uh, you know, Save it for later, whatever. And where does it go? It ends up being stored around the liver. Now we're looking at fatty liver. It ends up being stored, you know, on the abdomen, on the thighs, you know, on the backside, etc. And basically all those places that we know, you know, are common, you know, fat storage places. Um, when we are intermittent fasting, we're interrupting that process. Okay, we're interrupting the process and we basically are allowing our bodies to break down that fat and use it for as fuel. Uh, to basically, you know, run all of the metabolic processes in our bodies. Okay, so it's super exciting. And the good news is when people adopt this, they incorporate it into their regular, you know, daily routine, they get great results. So typically when people are doing intermittent fasting, they will have what we call an eating window. And an eating window could be an eight-hour window during which time I'm going to consume all of my calories for a day. Or it could be a six-hour window, depending on how long you're going. But the, the bottom line is that during that, that time period, that's when you're going to consume new, you know, whole foods that are nutrient-dense, that are clean, that are going to fuel your body, healthy fats, uh, and then very, very low-carb. Uh, and that will help from a weight management standpoint, uh, it truly is one of the most powerful tools um, that I have seen. Uh, it works. It gets great results. And so many times uh, in my practice, if I can get patients to adopt some form of intermittent fasting, even if it's just the 12-hour fast, uh, but adopting inter intermittent fasting uh, and then eliminating the, the you know, High carbohydrate, high fructose corn syrup, uh, you know, types of drinks, etc. Boy, they really do end up dropping weight very, very quickly. Uh, so, I'm a big fan. It absolutely works. It gets great results, and it's not. It's never too late to start. And so, even when you think about 
uh, the holiday season. You know, we're all invited to various holiday events, holiday parties, etc. And if you think about during that time, sure, there are going to be times that we that we overeat, that we overconsume, that we have something that we know we shouldn't have. It's not on the plan, right? When that happens, you know, the very next day, I mean, immediately, just start a fast, okay? Just, you know, make yourself go 12, 14, 16 hours. And what you'll find is that you end up going through the holidays and you've not gained any weight. And for some of you, you'll even lose weight uh, because you have adopted this program of intermittent fasting. You are not only managing your weight with that, but you also are making your cells more sensitive to the insulin that you're producing and you are preventing uh, insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes. So it's definitely a win. Uh, If you've not tried it, start with the 12-hour, okay? It doesn't matter who the person is, okay, or what their health background is or whatever in terms of medical issues or whatever. You can go 12 hours, okay? Uh, Pretty much all physicians are going to say, yeah, you don't need to get up and eat during the night unless obviously you're an insulin-dependent diabetic and you took too much insulin and your sugar dropped low. That's a different story, completely different story, okay? But for the for the, the, the masses, most people in the general population, you absolutely can do this and you will get some great success with it. And hopefully, not only will you see weight management, but you'll see increased energy, increased mental clarity, uh, you know, decreased joint pain, just lots of other great benefits to intermittent fasting. So, Join me next week as we go into part two of intermittent fasting and talk a little bit more in depth about, um, you know, why you want to do this and just kind of extending it and some of the schedules and so forth. So thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaOsborne.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Osborne. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.